and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 137 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am not Nixie, I am Grace. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to change it up today. Uh, and today we're going over season seven, episode five, revisions, aka always read the terms and conditions, <laughs> or under the dome. Or baby elephants. <laughs> baby elephants? Baby elephants. That one I'm assuming is going to be explained yeah, later. Yeah, okay. elephant think. It's the idea of elephant thinking. Okay. Which I, have, I will get into. I have two. Uh-huh. So we have lots of options. For yeah. This I have two, uh, a.k.a. the ultimate indoor kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or a.k.a. Hell 9000. <laughs> I like that one, too. Yeah. Um, That's a good, you know, and they all kind of revolve around the same theme. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the idea of baby elephants, which I want to share that because it's something that I use often in life. Yeah. So the idea of elephant thinking is there's this old story about how when they would train circus elephants as babies, they would stick a, a stick into the ground mm-hmm. and tie them to it. Mm-hmm. As the elephant got older, they didn't change the size of the stick stick the elephant just knew i can't pull this stick out so it stopped trying oh it's gotcha okay so it's the idea of elephant thinking and so these uh the you know the people in this episode get so stuck with like i can't get rid of this yeah that i have to live with it like we do the internet like um, I, I was literally <laughs> like some of us with our phones i was literally about to grab my phone but for once my phone is not within reach <laughs> guys yeah it's really exciting so this idea that we think we can't live without certain things or we have to exist a certain way that we don't realize that we've always had the power to change. I say that as I literally have a version of my phone on my wrist yeah. at all times at this point now. And I, don't I mean, know what it's, that it's says. our reality, and it does mean, yeah. you know, there's definitely a message here that we can all. Take as much or as little as you want of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, ponder it however you will. I will say this. Um, I. Now. Since speaking of speaking of the the phone and the watch and the attachments to yeah. me, listen, I'm not going to deny that I am on my phone way more than well, I should. I mean, we're all we all are, yeah. And it is our life. It is our lifeline to the outside world. A lot of times, exactly. These days. That's just how we exist. So, um, but I did notice once I got my Apple Watch. We say to people who are listening to us via this lifeline, exactly. So we're not saying don't do it. Um, but no, what I was saying is when I got, I've had my my Apple Watch for almost a year now. Okay. Because I got it for my birthday last yeah. year. Um, and I did notice that after I got the watch, I was um, mindlessly picking up my phone less. Yeah. In that mindless, like, let's just see if there's any notifications yeah. on there because I'm more reliant on yeah. knowing more. And we all find what wrist. works best for us in that sense. But I have, I've now on the beta for the yeah. new iOS oh, cool. um, download. And they now have a, they have a thing now that you can turn on or off, but I'm choosing to keep it on. That actually at the end of every week, it popped up early this morning, tells you the exact time that you have been looking at your phone and the exact wow. time that it was spent on games, productivity, and social media. Wow. And it's awesome and slightly terrifying and at the same might, time. Yeah. You know, and we all find what works best for us. Yeah. I remember everyone's going to approach it differently yep. and have a different amount that's appropriate and healthy for them. Exactly. Um, I learned that when I had an 
Apple Watch because I remember I had one yep, yep. early in that my anxiety level just increased a yeah. thousandfold and I just felt like I was running away from it all the time. Gotcha, so I was yeah. like, this has to go. Yeah. Because I clearly don't have the mindset to have it on me at all times. And, and yeah. like I said, and I had the opposite where I now have this technology and you can easily compare this to the link. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. compare this, this Apple Watch, it's on my wrist, is the first thing I put on in the morning and is the yeah. last thing I take off at night. The only thing that I have on longer is my glasses. Yeah. And and uh, full disclosure, I think another reason why it gave me anxiety is because I have enough robot parts. You do have robot and parts. And I have to yeah. listen to those. Yeah. I can't ignore those. Yeah. So it just became another thing that I felt I had to but listen to. It, again, this has almost been the opposite of me in terms of I... Especially now, I actually got the fancier one that has the the cell phone on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't take my phone to this to the grocery store. Kind of cool, yeah. You know, I go to the pool, and because it's waterproof, yeah. I leave my phone here. You know, I'm off leash. Exactly. Yeah. And so it actually has has kept me from checking my phone as much. Yeah. Like I sometimes forget what my phone is in the evening, but I still someone has. I still <laughs> get text messages. Yeah. Boy, that got deep real fast. I know. Um, but no, it's we have an episode somewhere. It's in here. a message. It's a small message. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool, and I thought the idea of baby elephants or elephant thinking worked. And yet we also and it g- sounds cute as fuck. It is super cute. <laughs> but we have a whole other um, topic that we touch on later. Of, oh yeah. Like the other pressing uh, social commentary part of the episode oh, of yeah. climate change oh, as we get into Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this is an all-message episode. In fact, I was watching it thinking, this is a Doctor Who episode. It's very Doctor who It's a very Doctor Who-ish episode, which, again, love this episode. Yeah. Definitely love this episode. Okay, let's get started. Okay, let's get started. So this episode first aired on July 11th, uh, 2003, um, okay. written by Joe and Paul, directed by Martin Wood. And it stars well. It, there's a couple. There's there's a couple guest stars. Um, Tiffany Lindahl, who plays okay. Ivala, is the hybrid on BSG. I think that's where oh, most people would recognize her. From. Okay, she's fantastic. This episode, she's fan, she's I think just fantastic. That show, no, that's not the show we've watched. No, I always confuse it with Babylon Five because yes. that is a show that gets They're played a lot. In our very house. different. They shows. just have the same names, like not same but yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The B names. The B names. Stuck with me. <laughs> Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I do, like, and I've said before, I want to go back and watch BSG, and maybe that's a thing that I do and will make commentary on one of be, our social media I things. would be interested. No, we have other shows we need to get you to watch I would first. be interested in all the things. I want to watch everything. I ever. know, but we need to get you to watch a couple episodes of Farscape, and then we still have to watch Sanctuary. Oh. Yes. So we need to get back to the, if you have extra time after we watch an episode, <laughs> yeah. to bounce gonna back and there. forth between Sanctuary and Farscape. We're going to do it. Alrighty. So the other person, the far more important person <gasps> to talk about who is a guest star in this episode <laughs> is a face that is very familiar to a lot of people if you are a fan of sci-fi and a fan of Stargate, Mr. Christopher Heiderall, who... I love you so much, and we're just gonna flat out give you the terror award now because you basically deserve it for everything now, you do. That who is that? Is that Palin? It is Palin. Okay. Um, and we see him again come Atlantis, which Ooh. I cannot say in which shape or form. In the shape of a pony. He is in the. He plays the <laughs> pony on Atlantis. There's a pony on. That's probably a dolphin. I mean, it's Atlantis, right? Well, There's why do you think I dolphin. love Atlantis so much? <laughs> there is definitely a robot. Uh, dolphin. 
Yes. Can I tell you when I found out? An animagus. I think I've. An, so, Sorry. Yes, Christopher Heiderall plays the animagus <laughs> dolphin on Atlantis. Can you imagine if your animagus was a water animal, but you lived in like a landlocked state? You'd that be like, be well, so how sad. fucking useless is this? I'm yeah. going to go to all the pools. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sad. Anyway, yeah. so a lot of fans, and what you have actually previously seen him in is yes. the Sanctuary. Yeah, I he, did recognize. I was like, his face feels familiar. Yeah, well, in Sanctuary, you usually don't see his face. Okay. Because he plays the big man. He plays oh, gotcha. Bigfoot. So, uh, yeah, I still think his face looks familiar. He plays Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. <laughs> Can't you see? He was also, he played two roles in that. You saw his face as the Druid. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Which I think in the episodes that we've seen, you still only know him as that. Okay. Um, Boom. He's also, if you've seen Hell on Wheels, he's the Swede. Oh, um, that's what I know him from. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's the Swede on Hell on Wheels. Because uh, I keep thinking, is he from Deadwood? Is he no. from Deadwood? Which is similar shows. It's very similar. I need to, fi- we, we're like, we're, we just need to watch the last season of Hell on Wheels. Yeah. Um, Dang it. And on Supernatural, he played Alistair for a couple episodes. On True Blood, he was Dieter. And in that vampire film series that I mentioned, he's in there as well. <laughs> uh, he also recently so he was, plays a lot of vampires, it he, sounds like. He was also recently on Outlander as well. Oh, cool. He's got he's got that face that just kind of sticks with you. He has this amazing. He's and he's very he's strikingly tall. He has a striking face. In fact, I'm currently working on a character for a campaign called Vampire the Masquerade. Uh-huh. I think he looks like Christopher Heidel. You know what? Hi- Christopher Heidel. Heidel. Sorry. <laughs> I'm there. I got it. It's now. one of those where if someone else pronounces it wrong, then I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but Okay. And also, apparently, this episode was filmed at Fantasy Garden World, which is a former amusement park in Richmond, British Columbia. Okay, you know, I was wondering, because I kept thinking, this looks like Epcot. Yeah. So that makes sense. They didn't, like, build this set for the show. Yeah, and then I thought, it looks also looks like Solvang. Which oh. is a little, like, Danish town. I think yeah. Danish in California. Mm-hmm. That it looks like little amusement yeah. park towns. So, and that's why there's so many gardens and everything here is because yeah. there's a huge garden. I like it. I think part of it was torn down recently or something like this, but. So, we start the episode in the control room. Daniel meets up with Sam. They have a MELP on P3X289, uh, and the atmosphere on that planet is shit. Yeah, it looks pretty shittacular it's just when you look at it, even. It's not friendly, um, but as Daniel points out, there is a Stargate on the planet, mm-hmm. so at some point, there must have been able to support life sure, easily. Sure, yeah. Um, but weirdly, the only thing on the planet is one giant dome that's about two kilometers wide. Uh, they send the MELP right up to it. When it goes to touch it, the arm Which goes right Which is about right a mile? What's two kilometers? Well, uh, five kilometers is 3.1 miles. Okay, so, just kidding. I don't want to do this I anymore. didn't do that math. <laughs> I did math later, and I didn't do that math. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> they, uh, they... It's not that big. It's not that big. Yeah. Um, and right as it goes through... They see an image of, like, a green parkland before they lose contact. Uh-huh. So that's weird. So the whole thing is weird, but I'll tell you that the I was most... I completely did not realize for a second that what we were looking at is the fact that we went from crazy toxic place into green place. Yeah. Because all I could look at was that statue, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> is it butts? <laughs> is it a bot? Like, it looked it's, like an old fat body. Tina, like, Tina made it. It's just yeah, called, it just it's looked, titled Butts, Butts, Butts. Yeah. I was just like, I can't tell what this is. I know, you're really distracted I by the weird... I was so distracted. It's very, like, brutalism sculpture. 
culture. Yeah, I was just like, I don't, I don't understand it, but I want to smack it. Like, <laughs> okay, I want to see if it jiggles. <laughs> also, the guy standing behind Major Sam, which, speaking of butts, you, it's kind of just like you see butt is yeah. Major Wood. Major Wood. Major yeah. Wood. Well, we also get a Deloitte here, Wood. right? No. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Later on. Just kidding. I don't think no. we have a Deloise in this episode. I thought we had a Deloise at the top. Am I crazy? No, we have a wood off the top. That's who we saw off the top. Yes. I'm dumb. Credits. Credit so time. we come back. SG-1 is already through the Stargate. We're skipping all the mission briefings because way too much to do on the planet in this yeah. episode. They're like, this one's easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> we have way much more episode to fit into this episode yeah. to get through the gate. They're in full hazmat gear. I which... do love, I've got to say, though, that... Um, as they go, yeah. Hammond does a thing I've never noticed before. He goes, Hammond out. Yeah. Which felt a little bit like, I gotta poop. Because <laughs> he never dismisses so, like, yeah. disheveledly. Are you through the gate? Good, because I gotta drip a deuce uh, real bad. So, Hammond out. <laughs> Is there a bathroom I can destroy? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No one go into my private bathroom. But yes, absolutely. We're totally off planet in no time at all. Probably because yeah. Hammond had to go to the bathroom and just rushed us out the door. Yep. Um, but their hazmat gear should be good for about 12 hours in this corrosive atmosphere, which is good. The dome is about 30 minutes away. So also the hazmats are really fun because all we need is voiceovers and the actors can have a day off while their doubles get some screen yeah. time. <laughs> I don't know if it happened or not, but that's just in my I head. I like it. When you have Although, that amount of time. Sure. We sure. know, and then we know that, that Jack is getting uh, less, well, RDA is spending less time on set these days. Yeah. So it naturally, I'm sure this was a day where if nothing else, RDA is not in that suit. Right, right. So. Well, I feel like that teal walk is so specific that yeah. I feel like, I think Chris is in there. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. So, um, when they get to the dome, um, Under the dome. Do they just, I mean, do they just walk through it? What do we, how do we, how do we, Jack sticks his P90 in there. Yeah, and, smart. And it seems to do all right. So they, he heads through and there's the melt. See, what did you like kick a rock through it first and like move out of the way? So my worry would be that even through the P90, it's like getting electrocuted. Yeah. Like if you're holding something, you're going to get electrocuted through. It's like, well, yeah. And I guess, you know, the melt wasn't, didn't lose that's Power true. As there soon was as it no... through. Yeah. So it wasn't electrocuted as it went through. Fair. But, um, I mean, Jack's also the person who's just going to walk into a dump a first. Yeah. Into an outlet. Yeah. <laughs> just to see what what happens. it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, and see, Sam would attach that fork to something and then send it through to get like anyway. So I like it. The rest of the team follows him through soon, and the atmosphere on the side <laughs> is one hundred percent good for humans. Weird. Um, but there is at least like a static charge. Like there's something that resists your hand so you don't accidentally. I wanted someone to go all Buzz Lightyear on it and be like, I'm dying. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Just kidding. I took my helmet off. I'm okay. Just, air's good, guys. Air's perfect. I feel like it would have been a good it would have been a good Daniel move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh no, don't take your Okay, we're good, we're good. Um, but Teal Teal checks them out, takes his hood off. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so the dome must be blocking the signals back to Earth. And Sam is just nerding out. Mm -hmm. Just nerding out. This thing is permeable. She's immediately, yeah. The thing is permeable to large solid objects, but won't allow the poisonous corrosive atmosphere in, which is awesome. She's like, how is it even doing these things? Exactly. Yeah. 
So as they walk, they hear a sound, and it's some little kid. I mean, he looks like he's from a creepy film, and I wouldn't trust him, and I'd probably throw a stick at him. Or this something. part just it just made me wish that um, RDA had auditioned for Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> Because his interchange with the kid is just like, because reasons. I, yeah. It's, it's not a tumor. It's very similar to how I would. Actually, no, I think how Teal'c interacts with the kid the whole yeah. thing is how I would be interacting with the kid. It's like, what is this? You're wrong. Thing? Yeah. Go away now. Um, But his name is Nevin, and Jack clearly watches Seinfeld. <laughs> so yeah. they ask Nevin to take him to your leader. I mean, father. <laughs> um, but not before there's a bit of clothes exchange. Well, yeah. I mean, Nevin's no slouch. This no. kid's like, first of all, who the hell are you? Yeah. He's a little Bart Simpson-ish. He is. Which may be what warmed RDA's heart, because we know he's a Simpsons fan. We, he certainly is a Simpsons fan. And, you know, and this idea of training for suits, I gotta I gotta admire that kid's moxie. <laughs> he does have it's moxie. Like, what's in it for me? Well, also, it's like, y- you know that there haven't been visitors to this village in, like, hundreds of years, and sure. you're seeing villages for the first time? Like, how, you wouldn't know how to not... Not trust someone you've never right. had there's no you've stranger never had to danger not trust them. yeah these kids are not taught stranger danger absolutely yeah <laughs> um and we see in the next scene nevin proudly wearing jack's hazmat gear <laughs> yeah. and action cap why not why not go whole full whole hog teal is carrying his gear sure which leads to the question yeah where is daniel and sam's gear so, uh, yeah, you, you mentioned that and you were like, and I was like, you're right. And then I did notice, though, they do have packs. But then I went, but wait a minute. They're the only two with packs. So if their gears in the packs and where the fuck is the food? Yeah. So, yeah. What did they, they just like because stowed them I away somewhere? We see later Teal'c and Jack get their gear back to go yeah. outside. Sam and Daniel don't need, we don't need to know where their gear is. They just like chucked. Yeah, you're right. It's just, just hidden under, under a, tree. a tree. Yeah, they're like, they just we won't need this hit it anymore. in the melt. Because they don't need it later on in the episode. They were so, like, laissez-faire about it. They're like, well, they don't need this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the minute you throw something away, you're like, crap, why did I do I that? I know. And I do, I, I channel Sam also in the scene where she's like, um, we could have found this town without the kid. Yeah, <laughs> that is definitely a Nixie line. <laughs> Would have been like, you just wasted a perfectly good suit on a little bratty child. Like, not understanding the fact that making friendly with the locals is good. She's just like, why do we need the kid? Can't we just leave him there? Like, there's only one road. We would have found town. Yeah. <laughs> so, and again, another good thing, Jack has a soft spot for kids, um, which I have a hunch, you know, thinking about it. He might be the only person on that team that's good with kids. Yeah, I think Daniel is good with people in general, but something yes. about children would be like, you're not fully formed, so you're not playing the games yeah. the way you're supposed to. Yes. You know what I mean? He like, would, he would, Daniel would treat the kids like adults. Yeah, like, I think he would be willing to engage, but yeah. then he'd be like, fuck, it's not doing what I want it to do. And then Sam is the me in terms of, Come, can you talk to me when you're older? Yeah. Just fuck off till you're older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like her own nieces and nephews, she's like, I don't know what to do with you. Yeah, like I think she loves them. Yeah. But it's not like, um, 
she's like, look, you're cool. Go do something fun. When yeah. I was your age, I did this fun thing. Uh-huh. You want to uh-huh. talk about that fun thing? Cool. Yeah. Whereas Joe's just like, I have no time for anything that's not a warrior. <laughs> it's like, if you're not doing what I'm doing, I'm not going to get on the, no, I'm not going to. I'm good. I'm not answering that toy if phone. You, if you want to play Legos up here, we can build a thing. Yeah. But I am not answering your particular But also phone. you have to build the instructions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering your toy phone. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think I'd be on the jack level. Yeah, probably. Uh, mostly because I still kind of think like children. Where I'm like, answer somebody answer my toy phone that I'm playing with right now. I think I may have done that to, <laughs> to a boyfriend, Jesse. We bought Stormy a stuffed dog at Ikea. Uh-huh. Best gift. Best yeah. Best thing we've ever done. Mostly because we wanted to see how we would react. It's, <laughs> it's the size of Kaylee. Yeah. It's a large stuffed dog. And we were like, is he going to yell at it? Is he going to get scared of it? How is it, it? going to react when he gets that puppy suit? Uh, right. Yeah. He loves it. Does he? He like literally hugs it and takes it everywhere. That's adorable. Um, but so now I've, we've started talking in the puppy's voice <laughs> because we're insane. <laughs> we're children. Which is why I think I would be like, oh, I'm on that jack level. Let's play. Yeah. Pick up the phone. Hang on. I've got someone on call waiting. Hello, this is Doug. Yeah. <laughs> you have treats. Yeah. <laughs> be careful. There is dog outside. Yeah. I do not know his intentions. <laughs> alert. Calling all dogs. Calling all dogs. <laughs> this is a dog alert system. So the village that they head to <laughs> is idyllic. It's Epcot, basically. Um, I mean, I'd live there in an <laughs> instance. Yeah. Uh, and Nevin's father, Kendrick, is surprised, to say the least, to <laughs> see visitors. <laughs> they thought they were the only survivors. Uh, and everyone has, we see, this little Cyberman uh-huh. implant on their temple. Again, sure. if this was a Doctor Who episode, it would be actual Cybermen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. So, whereas at the, you know, at the end, they kind of get a little Cybermen-y. I mean, this, I mean, the simple AKA is the Cyberman episode. <laughs> I like that. I like, that's our new AKA. So, when they go and talk to the council, as you'd expect, everyone is crowded around as if this was the Good Morning America set in the center of Times Square. <laughs> yeah. They're all got, they've all got signs. Yeah. They're going to wait. They're going to say hi to mom. <laughs> um, and, because this has never happened before. Mm. And it's critical also to notice that there are four members on the council. Yes. Uh, one of which in the first instant looked like DeForest Kelly at first, but only in the first shot. When you see him later, he's not, but I always do a double take because it looks like DeForest Kelly. I know that name. DeForest Kelly is yes. also a sci-fi actor. Yes, he was. Trek? Yes. Okay. It's not TNG. No. Is it Voyager? No. Shit. Okay, tell me. That's it's, as far as I got. It's the original Bones. Oh, God. The original McCoy. God, okay. He's my faves. Got it, yeah. He's just got that name that I always remember the name and makes he's, me forget he's the He's my second. He's uh, third, tied for He's in my top three of, of, people. of, of, of original series people. Nice. I'll yeah. take it. Uh, which, speaking of original series, can we raise a glass for Nichelle Nichols, who has been recently diagnosed with dementia, oh. and we hope that she continues to uh, live long and prosper. Yes. Because uh, dementia's a bitch, guys. Also, she's like my original badass woman. She she is. She yeah. is an original. She is. Br- she was breaking barriers. All the on fucking TV. barriers. 
in she was like what, a, what goddamn glass ceiling yeah <laughs> on, on tv as a woman as a black woman as yeah. a black woman kissing a white man yeah. all of this shit and she's just and like looking goddamn motherfucking fierce in her and mini just skirt. making it a thing that she did because that's yeah. what you do because of course it's yeah it's, of course it's what i do why wouldn't i why wouldn't i anyways dig it my other favorite in case you're curious is not a mystery uh, it's a certain, you know, Scottish engineer. <laughs> Shocker! So anyway, speaking of shocked, um, they're shocked that anyone could come from outside the dome, let alone from a planet 6,000 6, light years away. Because that's Earth. Right. So the weird point comes when Daniel's trying to reference the Stargate, and everyone sort of pauses for a second. Yeah. And when they come to, they know the Gate of Magmar discovered 365 years ago and has significance in the worship of the goddess Morgane. It's like, first of all, they all had a universally fart and then remember yeah. the information. Uh-huh. And it was taken from the ruins of Danan and displayed at the National Museum of History. And they know all this because they access the history database through the link like in their Cybermen implants. Hmm. And they can access it, like, they can access whatever they want, whenever they want. I'm pretty sure Apple is looking into yeah. jacking Surrey into our brains like that. I mean, what is it, Google Glass? Yeah. It was, was kind of like yeah. a, a first little, like, attempt. Uh-huh. I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. As soon as you can, like, reference wiki articles on the Apple Watch, it's yeah. coming. So, it's going to be a nightmare for education. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, and I've mentioned, and you know, that's actually, that's a, that's a good thing. And that's, I think, subtly in a roundabout way referenced in this episode when at the end of it, um, Palin is, he's like, I can't, rem- I can't do this without my link, yeah. my link access because he does, he's never had to necessarily remember these There's things. No, yeah, there hasn't had to work that muscle. He hasn't had to work that muscle. He hasn't had to work in remembering because if you need to know what year a painting was made in, you just reference it. You don't yep. have to remember it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, you know, it is one of those positives and negatives. Absolutely. It's nice that that thing is handy and you can reference it whatever you want, but what do you lose when you don't yeah. have to remember it? it? Yeah, it's got to become this thing of like, you have to build a foundation first. Yes. It's like Picasso. He could draw the most realistic things on earth, but yeah. he had to master that before he could take it apart and do sure. cubism. Sure. It's like everything else in life. Learn it, learn it, learn it, learn it, throw it all away, yeah. and then go out into the exactly. world. Exactly. Um, and I've mentioned the Morgane before because we saw her in that Gould, Gould huddle chowing down on Gould soup. Okay, yeah. So yes. I was talking yeah. about her in that episode. Yeah. So when we get back to the Malp, Teal has a great idea. Extend the arm of the Malp through the dome, call mm. Earth. Yeah. Works perfectly. Ta-da. They tell Hammond that the planet isn't dead. The locals are. Well, it's like reaching friendly. out for signal, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just reach the Malp high enough. Yeah. <laughs> the top of the mountain. Um, they're going to stay here for the night, and Sam's going to nerd out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the camera shot of just Jack's face that yeah. Hammond sees. Again, it's like these quick Hammond moments. I'm cons- I'm concerned for Hammond. I think he's got a stomach bug that he's not sharing with us. He's just like, okay, I'm feeling okay right now. Am I sweating? No. Okay, calm now. Calm now. Um, but yeah, I. It also reminder everything in this episode takes place in basically a day and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, he's got a stomach bug. 
Well, okay. Um, I was more referencing on the other side of the planet. I takes know. Place the day I now. know. But uh, I do love when when that they call when they call back and it's 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 Jack to the yeah. mouth. It's a, the most adorably weird looking setup. Uh, yeah. And then and then to add to it, Jack's energy is very specific, <laughs> like that loud yeah. and clear, sir. Yeah. It's like when have we ever seen Jack this gung ho? You know what I mean? Every other episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, dinner. Like, I feel like he recently got talked to about being not peppy enough, or being too <laughs> laissez-faire. Uh, or maybe even, maybe even like pessimistic in message. Jack, pessimistic. Yeah. <laughs> Never. <laughs> so, dinner later at the Kendricks' house with Jack and Teal'c is amusing. Yes. He brings out bowls for Jack and Teal'c, and they look at each other's bowl and exchange. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What is different? What could be different? Yeah. The, I. One of them had less vegetables than the that's, other. That's actually what I'm thinking. I'm thinking one had more meat and one had less vegetables, and I think Teal'c would take the one with less vegetable, with more vegetables, yeah. and Jack would take the one with more meat. Yeah. That makes sense The to only me. thing I'm guessing. Um... Uh, yeah, then comes- or, or maybe like someone's food is touching each other less than someone else's, <laughs> and one of them cares about it more than others. Yeah, something. Um, but but- I, I'm more like obsessed with like the cute ass like green melamine plates that they have, and I'm like, I want those. Where do you I know, get those? You know, it'd be perfect in those. Some blue milk. Oh, that would be really. Cute. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. Uh, and then comes the conversation of my nightmares. <laughs> is the kid like, how many plants have you been to? Yeah, has it been more than ten? Is it more than 20? Is it more than 30? Well, it's like, more than look, 40? the minute you get into an, any counting battle with a child, you've lost. Because if I remember correctly, because I was once a child, <laughs> believe it or don't, there is nothing more fun than seeing how high you can count. <laughs> I was that, I will admit, I was that kid who was like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to start at one and we're just going to keep going. <laughs> Until we either forget what we're doing or forget what numbers are or have to go pee or find some other exciting thing forget to do. Forget what numbers are. Like, you're just like, 70. What's that? Banana. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what happens. But I, I, I was that kid where I would just be like, one, two, three, four, until a million, if I could. And I was like, one day I'm going to get there. One day I'll get to a million. Yeah. And Jack is like, is it too late to pitch a tent? Yeah. <laughs> also, also the other visual thing that in this in this moment I love more than anything else is Teal's napkin bib. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just this. This episode is just great. It's got all the details. Tucks his napkin into his shirt like a bib. Yeah, they're just having. Everyone's having so much fun this episode. Everyone, including this child who's never been here before. So meanwhile, uh, it looks like this child named Tuck, named Chris Judd. It looks like Sam and Daniel have had a slightly easier dinner. Uh, much more conversation, at least. Well, it's a far more adult dinner. It's a far more adult. Yeah. Guess which dinner I would like to be at. Yeah. So the whole dome is self-sufficient. They've always had enough food. They get power from geothermal vents under the town. And Ivala is super proud that Helen yeah. is one of the technicians that makes the whole thing work. And they live a very simple life, despite their advanced technology, because... 
Technology is what destroyed their world. Mm -hmm. With the industrial growth, it poisoned the air and the water, and there was disease and starvation, so a choice was made. And Daniel's like, sounds familiar. Oh, there. you know what this episode is? It's Wally. Is that, <laughs> yes. It's Wally, but with less cute robots. Yeah, yeah. Done. Um, hopefully we don't have find I mean, the Melp is pretty cute. The Melp is pretty cute. He is very Wally-like. <laughs> yeah. He's like Wally's older brother. There you go. Yeah. Done. Um, but we also learn when we in, you know, 50 years make ourselves a biodome, we yeah. learn not to, to not give it such Ravenclaw principles. Right. Look, the link is the Matrix. Yes. The, we're going to kill the Earth and they get sucked into the Matrix. Uh -huh. The end. Bye. Done. Yeah. So... Avala offers her link to Daniel so that he can learn all the <laughs> historical books on file, and Daniel's like, oh, I want the Sam my just precious. like, Sam just kind of <laughs> smacks his hand, going, no, yeah. It's like, sorry, Daniel, you don't get to try the fun thing that's going to kill you, probably. Probably. Remember the time that someone ate pizza and almost died? <laughs> How about don't stick the random foreign object on your head? And Sam does have a very logical, good point. We Absolutely. don't know if it's going to fuck with our brains. No, she, you know, I feel like she thinks of just that on the spot. Yeah. Because the truth is, she's like, I've gotten shit attached to my head before. Yeah. It does not go well. And we've, we've dealt with foreign objects in the past. And they don't always work well for and, us. And Daniel kind of hands it back with a very like, Mwah. like this kind of would have been worth it. it yeah, would, I just, I just, I don't. Okay. Yeah, it's like, did you forget already what it's like to be on an SG team? You weren't ascended <laughs> that long, you dumb dumb. Yeah. So elsewhere, the woman on the council gets up at night from her bed, packs yeah. a suitcase, leaves the house, turns a corner, and goes through the barrier. Hmm. What were you thinking at that point when you saw that? I did that? not understand. So, I thought it was some sort of secret portal. I know. Ooh. I get that. Because here's why. Here's what threw me off. The briefcase. Yeah, I know. She does pack everything she, she has. She packs all of her stuff. Whereas if it was just sending her on a suicide mission, why wouldn't it just walk her through? And it does, like, part of you is like, well, that makes sense if they're erasing her from everyone's memory. But at the same time, you know, the link has such control of the memories. It can just be someone else's clothes. Right. You know? So that's the part that threw me. Because I was like... Well, she seems to be leaving with a different purpose. And we don't see Yvala leaving with a suitcase or anything Right. Else. She just kind of walks off screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that was that was the part that threw me. So, uh, Which maybe was their whole point. That's to say, maybe that's why she packed the suitcase. Yeah, maybe that was the whole point. But it's weird. It's this idea of like one being told to pack a suitcase and the other just being like, yeah, you're gone now. Yeah. <laughs> um, back at Kendrick's house, Nevin is just creepily standing over Jack as he sleeps. <laughs> yeah. In, it's not weird in at all. In the suit. And Jack greets himself in Munchkin form because he's like, I'm Jack O'Neill. Yeah. And I'd be like, What? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he heads off for his homeschool, lock himself into Matrix classes. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to be an explorer when he grows up, Aww. which is super depressing given the situation. It's very adorable, but yeah, a little depressing. And it's depressing because Sam and uh, Palin are discussing how no one has been outside the dome in over 400 years yeah. since the dome was created. Uh, and all that's left of the great cities that used to be on the planet are rubble. Yeah. And we see him. We all live in the same, in this fishbowl, basically. Yeah. yeah. And oh. they chuck this rock through, he chucks a wall, th rock through the wall of the dome that's right in the middle of town, which you'd wonder why they build the town on the side of the dome. Huh. huh. 
Weird how that happened. Weird. Maybe you'd build it in the center originally. Or, or something, yeah. Unless it was just off-center. Hmm. So, Palin takes Sam down to the underground control room for the dome, and it's a completely different style from above. You can clearly see yeah, the Yeah, where shift. the technology was. Yeah. yeah. And where then, yeah. All the technology lives here. Once upon a time, this was life. Yes. Now's upon a time. That's how, that's the thing mm-hmm. that I just made up. Now's upon a time. It looks like this. So, for Daniel... I'm just gonna own that. If he doesn't want to use the link, the only option he has is the sad, pitiful, dusty library. Well, I feel like, th- I mean, for Daniel, th- he's like, yeah. Like, he might have had a little bit of a woody. Like, oh, a semi for yeah, this one. Yeah, he definitely had a chubby. He's like, he's- challenge accepted. <laughs> uh, and it's... This place is clearly not taken care of anymore because they don't need books, mm-hmm. she says. And I'm like... Huh? That hurt. That hurts. That just hurts to hear. Because even if you don't need quote unquote books, sitting with a coffee and a book, like, is books good. are good things. Books. Are, I I'm, I feel like we're probably you know preaching, preaching to the choir. To choir. There's always going to be need for books. Yeah, yeah. I have a. Both of our houses have very large libraries. <laughs> yeah. Is understatement of the century. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's putting it mildly. <laughs> so, when, when when I come over and I go, hey, Nixie, do you have this? And you go, I did. I can I can tell you that it's somewhere, but I don't know where. <laughs> that's when we know we have a lot of books. Because we've done the same where I'm like, yes, but where is it? And it's legitimately, it's because it's lost in our library. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, when I moved, I haven't undergone organizing my Dewey Decimal System yet. <laughs> uh, and I need to. But the books are all covered with dust and left from the old world. Oh. And Daniel has seen writing very similar to this before, so they're going to start translating. And I can only assume if this place was uh, Morgan's territory, that this is some sort of ancient Celtic-y type. Oh, that makes sense. Type language. I do want to say, though, that uh, Daniel's, like, flirt game came back to him real easily. Yeah. Because he's like, I can do it with your help. And I'm like, married woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't think that stopped him before. No, well here's the thing. I don't think he's flirting for for reasons. No, I think he's, he's just, just a like flirt. he's just a flirt. That's it's what a I mean. friendly like, flirt. It's not um I listen to Dax Shepard's podcast a yes. lot and he goes, I flirt with men, women, yeah. married, single. Yeah. There's just something in me that wants to be liked. Exactly. I think that's where Daniel that's gets. That's it is. Like, listen, like, there is two different types of flirt. There's, it's absolutely healthy. Yeah. I take this. Okay. One is when most people say flirt in types of, like, trying, it's hitting on someone. There's flirting and there's and there's hitting on someone for with with motivation. Yes. Flirting is just kind of being charismatic and nice yeah, to someone. Yeah, and having like, some sense of presence. Exactly. So. Um, whereas the uh, the other stuff is, you've got an ulterior motive. You ha- yes. Where I don't, where it's in the beginning, that was what I thought Daniel was. Yeah. And as I meet Daniel and as I know him now, it's like, oh, he's just a flirt. Yeah, That's he's just what he he's is. He's just a flirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back in the control room, Palin is showing Sam around, and as he goes to check the coolant pressure, the screens on everything go black. Some matrix coding comes yeah. up, and Palin freezes, which is um, not normal. No, people don't just... What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> in the library, Ivala has frozen as well. And then suddenly, as soon as it comes, everything is normal again. Uh-huh. For both Palin and Ivala at the same time. And Palin says the screen... Or, or, um, Sam's like the screens were filled with code and, and Palin's like well that's impossible the displays always show the status of specific systems yeah. 
And Sam's like, um, no, I understand what I saw. And Palin's like, well, you must be mistaken. Oh, the anger. Oh. The flash of anger behind Sam's eyes. Yeah. Because don't tell Sam she's wrong. Oh, When she no. knows she's not wrong. Exactly. So it's like every memory that Sam ever had of, of, of being a child who's intelligent as she is and, uh-huh. and being discredited in school, in the military, yep. and all these other places. It's like, oh, no, oh, no. I am not wrong. And uh, you're going to learn. Yes. You go learn. You, you go learn. <laughs> yeah. So as she went meets in the park, Sam is trying to rig up an interface so they can download some of the dome specs. And I love how the locals are, like, trying to nonchalantly, I'm going to walk by here a couple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna, what? What's happening? So they they don't want anything in return for the information because they're completely happy in this bubble. It's mm-hmm. been their home for generations. And Teal'c wisely says that sometimes there's more to life than near survival. But this is what they know. But they can at least offer relocation. Yeah. But probably not going to go very far. Mm-hmm. SG-1 meets up and offers relocation to the council. Um, and they're at least just putting it out there as an option. And the council is extremely skept- skept- skeptical. Skeptical. <laughs> they, skeptical. Uh, they, I mean, they Omnious. Can- <laughs> Sorry. That's my go-to word when I can't pronounce things is the fact that ominous is not pronounced omnious. Omnious. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. They get to experience all fresh water and fresh air and mountains and, and all that outdoor shit through the virtual reality yeah. link. VR is just like being there, it's not right? The same. Indoor kids. Um yeah. but but there's no space to grow here. Mm-hmm. Although it is their home. And Jack wonders if they speak for everyone. Sure. Yep. Yeah, they do. Sure do. The council speaks for the whole town. And because the guess what? The council is being spoken for by the machine. Yes. And the machine speaks for everyone. Literally. <laughs> and the council's decision is unanimous. Yeah. Um, and yeah, by the way, there is never a fourth member of this council. And there hasn't been a woman since the last election two years ago. Wow. You must be crazy. Um, <laughs> and Jack's like, come again for big fudge? Yeah. Also, you notice that there's no one looking in the windows this time at them. Yeah. Yeah. Shit's a little weird. So Sam meets up with the rest of the team in the town square. Palin agrees he has no memory of a fourth council member, but we just spoke to her yesterday. Right. Um, And, you know, maybe it's the link. It's the obvious option. There's some direct connection to the brain, and it's probably surprisingly easy to alter memories and perceptions, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, especially when you don't question them. Teal'c wonders if maybe she disagreed with them to get rid of her, which starts the whole trend this episode of Teal just not trusting anyone and assuming the most um, non-trustworthy interfery option. Oh, yeah. Always assume the worst option. Yes. Yeah. Assume the worst option, which you can't blame them. No. With, you know, as weird as things are happening here, you're like, some... Something bad, and someone's in charge of it. Exactly. Because Teal'c's history, it's not something, it's, it's usually someone. Cool. Yep. Some snake. So, which, which snake is here? Yeah. What? Why our snake here? And it does seem a bit harsh erasing someone from existence. Yeah. Like, that's like the ultimate punishment. Well, you know, that's what hell does. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, I mean, could that's and it's very sort of... Like, at first, I want to go very Minority Report-ish, and I know it's very different from Minority Report, because that's sort of the pre-cog thing. Yeah. But in terms of, like, 
that's the type of of dystopian future where if you commit a crime, you just get your entire existence erased. Yeah. Your memory yeah. wiped and everyone's else's well, memory wiped Well, see, that's the thing, you. you know, and that's always the fear with machines that yeah. we don't input emotion yep. or or uh, thinking contextually or yeah. thinking within, you know, that we, we inject machines with this idea of like black and white, ones and yep. zeros, and that's all they have, which, uh, you know, I'd love to extend on that someday because I, I, if we're putting all of us into them, why wouldn't we be able to put emotion? Exactly. Uh, we don't know. We don't know that they can't yeah. feel emotion, but that's, I think that's the fear. Yeah. That's the fear. For it's sure. like when you rely on, on machines to do things, they were going to do things the way machines are expected and to. It, and it, we've touched on it again. It goes down of it's basically that's the Ravenclaw Dark Lord. Yeah. You know it's what like, I mean? look, that's what the, the algorithm it's says. The that if I get rid of thing. you, that's what we do. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's great. That's that is what a, ra- a Ravenclaw yeah, Dark Lord would be. That's the Ravenclaw Dark Lord. It's like this is the most logical Thanos thing. Thanos is a Ravenclaw. Thanos is 100% a Ravenclaw. A Ravenclaw Dark Lord. Yeah. Holy Thanos shit. is 100% a Ravenclaw. I love that. He's like, but I'm doing this for the betterment of humanity, and you guys are going to be able to live this much better life, and mm-hmm. it's a sacrifice that we have to make. God, I love that analogy. Yeah. That's beautiful. Okay, yeah. cool. Thank you. So, in the library, Daniel can't find much from the time that the dome was made but he wouldn't because at that point the link was already in use and not much was written down um so daniel asked her if look if you had a choice if you had a chance to leave the dome and live somewhere else outside would you she's like no she's like i don't want to be where the people are i don't want (laughs) to see them dancing uh we have we have everything we need right here, which is almost word for word what the council said. Right. So s- weird how when a thing tells you what to think, you think You think that. it. <laughs> so someday they hope that the poison will dissipate and they can live outside the dome again, but it's not going to be in their lifetimes. But sometime in the future, they do have population control here because each couple gets two children. And Daniel's like, well, what happens if someone wants more than two kids? Right. And she's like, I don't understand the question. So so here's my question that I pose to you. Yeah. Because there is lapses of time between these mind wipes. There is time that goes by before. Yes. So do they just wipe the people who get those thoughts? Does it just know? And it's like, these people are trying to think outside the box. Wipe them out. It might be. You know what I mean? Um, or is know, there just not enough time between wipes to even well, think of it? Well, so I do some math later on, and wipes happen very frequently. They do? Okay. But, so, my my other thought is, you know, I can, especially, I can see a, a culture, because it's not quite sort of, I know there's, there's places in this world, I mean, China notoriously had the one-child policy right. to bring their population down, but it's two kids. I can see... If these were settlers who all signed up together and they're like, look, we legit, it's it's like survival mode that we yeah. have to keep our population steady. So I can see the idea that um, everyone sort of understands and plays by the rules. It's two kids. That's what I mean, though. Like, I just think it's in human nature to want to think outside the rule. To be the one that pushes through well, the Well, I, I can maybe see this. I can maybe see instead... Because um, it's not even about children. No. You know what I mean? But it's a- what, what I can see is is it, it's like the two kids per couple in general rule. Whereas maybe if 
some couple didn't want kids. So yeah. Then some then one couple can petition to have an extra. Sure, yeah. Because yeah. it's just on average yeah. everything the numbers have to work out type yeah. situation. I just wonder how what the control factor was, like how they controlled the, the dissenting thinkers. Is it just like, well, you're the next one wiped or did people just not have enough time to get to that? I have a hunch book? they don't even get enough time yeah. to think about it. That and, bumps me out more. Almost, yeah. And they know? don't. And it's not something that they even like, like realize was happening. Don't get to fathom, they yeah. didn't put that in the system in order sure. to wipe out dissent. The, the link just took it over. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and you wonder how how early it was doing that. Was it controlling people long before it had to start decreasing its size? Yeah. Because wow, there's 200 years before they had to start wiping people out. Mm-hmm. Was it still controlling everyone those first 200 years to make sure everyone lives in Podico? That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So... Daniel asks Zavala if... Oh, no, we already had that part. Yeah. Sorry. Um, right now, there are 1,373 people in the dome. Uh-huh. And you can see her access the link for a second to get that number. Yeah. And I mean... And again, here's the thing. No one's ever tried to have more than one t- two kids. So, like, it doesn't even know yeah. how you would... Ask. Like, she doesn't even understand the question, basically. Yeah. So back in the control room, they get their interface working, and Sam tries, like, persuading him to come check out sure, Earth. Sure, yeah. And, he, and Palin's, like, not really sure. There's oceans and deserts and rainforests. You could take a whole life to see them all. But he's like, I don't understand. Leave Dome. Yeah. Don't, don't not want. Do and, not want. And then we run across the, the, the twist in the episode. Ah. The power levels. The normal variation is between point. and 0.07%. And right now, these numbers are 2% lower than they were when they got here. Mm -hmm. And Palin's like, no, you're wrong. I think this is where Sam snaps. Yeah. And, well, I think for a second, she's like, let me quadruple check before I Sure, yeah. Um, And and he checks them, and he's looking right at them, and then he tries to mansplain to her. Right. That the no, measurements you're right. She's are still just... giving him a benefit of the doubt here. I think it's late in the next yes. one where she's just like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. yeah. And and he tries to mansplain that, well, you, the measurements are foreign to you. And she's like, um, um, bitch, no, please. they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But to Palin, there's never been any more than 0.1% variation. And Sam's like, yeah, but if there was a greater variation, it probably would have threatened the integrity of the force field. Mm-hmm. Jack and Tilly. It's like, of course not, because anything higher than this would make you unsafe. Would yeah. make you be feel unsafe. Uh-huh. Got it. So Jack and Teal are out walking to the mouth, and Kendrick runs up. He's mm. he's really interested in leaving with them through the gate, because Nevin deserves the chance to see more than this world can offer. Mm. To be an explorer, and to see a sky and clouds that aren't an illusion. Aww. Uh, which is enough for Jack. He's like, sounds good. Yeah, protect sun, got it. So Sam Radio's in. I need another sun. <laughs> Sun fillin', a sun substitute. I was like a substitute. <laughs> He's due. He's due yes. for one. Yeah. So Sam has discovered something with her calculations. Jack and Teal have discovered something too, or I should say, a lack of something. 
the mouth is no longer where they parked it. And Teal'c is mistrusting everyone this whole episode and it's like, someone took the mouth. Yeah, I love that. It's like our first casualty is Melpy. Melpy. Thankfully, Melpy's safe. Good. Uh, On Sam's end, she did all the math. And she's discovered that the dome has lost 4% power in 24 hours. That's a lot of fucking power. Huge decline. Yeah. Uh, And if it continues like this, the dome will fail and they have no clue how long, but everyone will die. Mm. And that's when everything goes black screen, pause mode. All the townspeople, like, freeze for a second. Um, Vala, when, when they come to, Vala just stands up in a trance and leaves, which confuses Daniel. Yeah. Although the people outside are, are, like, already moving again, but they don't pay attention to her. So Sam can confirm the power levels are dropping. She's not sure that they could warn the townspeople that this is happening at all, though. Mm-hmm. She saw a panel look at the numbers and not see a change. She's pretty sure at this point the leak, the link is also altering people's memories. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. We got a winner. Winner. Yeah. Chicken dinner. <laughs> so Danielle continues to follow Ivala. She walks crooked through town, turns a corner, and disappears. Yep. Daniel tries opening the door that's locked into my head. I would love the idea of the actress walking through the door and then is holding the door closed as Shank like <laughs> yeah, minds it being just locked. To fuck with him. <laughs> uh, but the brick wall at the end of the street is the edge of the dome. It's Daniel platform finds. nine and three quarters, it Daniel. You're a, you're a muggle. You're a muggle, Daniel. You don't get to come. Sorry. <laughs> you're a muggle, Daniel. <laughs> 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 I promise I will be done with Harry Potter references after the summer. Maybe. I won't be. Maybe. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so he retells the story to the team and they are super not digging this link thing at all. <laughs> Who knows what kind of mental manipulation it can do. And Daniel wants to help um, because these people don't even realize they're being held against their will. Yeah. So Teal'c wonders if they can disable the link. Um, but it's really intertwined with the dome. Right. If they disable the link and kill the dome, then they kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they could take the whole dome down if they fuck with it. But maybe they can hack it just a little bit. Yeah, just a little baby just bit. Just a little just baby a little, hack. Just a little Sam chaotic good bit. Yes. <laughs> Um, but she doesn't think she can do it without Palin's help. So yeah. Dan is going to go look for some written down knowledge that will contradict the link. Maybe, mm. for example, like the council meetings have more than three people. Sure. Uh, meanwhile, Jack and Teal will radio in. Yeah. I love the finesse that it's going to take to take this dome down. Because it's easy to just pull the power on something. Yeah. But to sort of pull the power on some things and leave the rest of the things. It's like going into a brain for surgery, I imagine. Yep. Versus just, you know, chopping something off completely. So on their way, they quickly run into Nevin, mm-hmm. who's like, "Why are you going in that direction? The house is over here." Yeah. And Why are you? What? Yeah. What? And Tilk's like, "You're wrong." Here's the thing. <laughs> I would be with Teal'c on this one because yeah. I know if there's one thing I'm good at, it's maps yeah, know. and knowing my layout, exactly. knowing where I am. So if someone's like, that's wrong, I'm like, no, you're wrong. I yeah. don't care how long you've lived here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are wrong. <laughs> and I am always right. I'm going the scenic route, goddammit. Yeah, no, and there's just something I, I, I believe. Look, this is... Maybe it's a flaw, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but I always know where I am. You really love There's maps. There's just really fucking strange thing. Really my dad's maps. got the same thing in him. I, it's got to be some sort of genetic thing. Our ancestors must have been some sort of journeyman. Well, I can at least. Uh, now I'm. I'm. Here's my thing: is 
I instinctually, people laugh at this all the time. I can't sometimes remember what is right and left. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to think, if someone's like, turn left, and I literally have to sometimes in my head put up the little hand signals. Yeah. Because every, and east and west is the same thing. But see, I just always know where north is. I, that's the thing. I do, however, always know which direction north is. Yeah. Yeah. Which it took a little while when I moved from the West Coast to the East Coast for yeah. some reason because of the oceans being where they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I was used to the ocean being on the same side and then it wasn't anymore. And now uh, you have water on both sides of you. Yeah, but it, it and it, so it took a minute, but it's like there's somehow I always know where the fuck I am. Yeah. So when Teal goes, no, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm totally with Teal. <laughs> also, kids are going to punk you whenever. Like, sure. Yeah. I all the time. Yeah. No, uh, you tiny small mind. But it is the edge of the dome over there, this little Nevin says, and his house is the other way. So when yeah. they reach it, sure enough, it is Nevin's house, and there are their suits in the wrong place, because that's clearly where they did not sure. sleep last night. Yeah. So, Kendrick. So, like, how do things get moved? I have a. My inclination is, is that when the dome. Um, the dome, because you, you can shrinks, tell people yeah. don't own a ton of things. Right. So when the dome is about to shrink, Kendrick packed, like, they carried all their stuff into the new place. Okay. Because I think... Without and, knowing that that's what they're doing. They don't have a ton of, like, personal pictures and yeah, objects around true. there. So the place is still furnished. So you would never work for any of us. No, it wouldn't work at all <laughs> like, for us. Hang on, it's going to take a week to move all our <laughs> shit in tighter. <laughs> and then we would be the people where it's like, where did my one tiny figurine that I'm uh-huh. looking for go? I've done that I had before. a little, yeah. <laughs> Where'd that one picture go? Oh, yeah, the one thing. So Kendrick comes in and assures, and Jack's like, don't worry, we're going to go contact Earth, but we're not going to leave without you. Mm-hmm. And Kendrick's like, come again, what are big you talking about? Yeah. why would I leave? And he's like, remember that whole thing about wanting to live in a world where the sky isn't artificial? Yeah, and he's like, I never wanted that. I don't know what you're talking about. Where you can't take the sky from no, me? No, dude. Yeah. Uh, you can't take this guy. <laughs> took me a second for that to compute. I'm so proud of you. So, but he's like, no, you must be thinking of someone else. And Nevin proudly says that he wants to be a gardener like his father and not an explorer. Sad, fucking sad. There's nothing wrong with gardeners. Gardeners are great. I'm not a good gardener. Uh, yeah. Love, yeah. Um, but to go like, I'm just going to be the thing that I already know. Can we just pause? Mm-hmm. And when Grace said, she's not a great gardener, now take the gardener that Grace is and then take that way, way, way down further <laughs> is the gardener that I am. <laughs> Gardening is tough. You know why it's tough? Because we're indoor kids and we're like, we're, fuck, I don't want to go back there. It's so, which hot. is funny because the only place I can keep plants alive is in Indoors. my hydro garden, in which case there is a uh, a light for it and yeah. it waters itself. That's what I mean. It's like, so my plants outside are like, dear God, <laughs> see how hot you are? That's how hot we are. I have to have... Please, please, may I have some water? Please, sir, may I have some more? (laughs) I I look out the window from the AC and I'm like, I just can't do it, buddy. I can't go water you right now because it's hot. (laughs) They're like, exactly why I need the water. Can I water you you from inside? You fucking idiot human. (laughs) I have... 
any of any of my plants that survive outside, they're, they they make these um these these terracotta like stakes that you can put the yeah. wine bottles in. Yeah. The only way my plants outside live <laughs> is by having to, they get to water. They have to water themselves. Yeah. If you want to grow in my yard, you yeah. must be able to water you yourself. Look, like, I think I have an aloe plant that was like, okay, look, I know I don't use a lot of water, but some water, some water would be good. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure your aloe plant is that snarky because it came from my aloe plant fair, that was yeah. already that snarky. <laughs> Yeah. It's like shit. Yeah. I have put timers. I have put alarms on my watch that go up every yeah. morning to go out and water plants. My problem's just I don't yeah. It's either that or I'm like or they're like sun. No. Yeah. No, no, no. But then I ignore the alarms. Yeah, you're like, on my yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested in keeping you alive. We're just we're terrible humans. We're so bad. Yeah. Okay. So um Teal'c and Jack try and convince the these the two of them that the Link is fucking with their minds. Mm-hmm. They really need to get rid of the Cyberman implants. Yeah. And Kendrick's like, I can't even process thought yeah. in that. Yeah, you're wrong. And now apparently they are absolutely sure it is a fact if you disconnect yourself from the Link, it will cause instant death. Yeah, that's when it's like, whoa, dude, like, that's far. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thought. It's like, we know what happens, actually, but it's like, what if the Link actually had the power to be like, well, I'm just going to fucking kill you if I'm I feel resistant. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. It has connections in your brain. All We don't know how the brain works. A little in shock in the right place, and you're dead. Yeah. Fucking scary. Okay, I'm And dead. Jack has officially overstayed his welcome. Mm-hmm. Sam is on her way to the control room, and Jack radios in. It's like, uh, things are getting weird. Yeah. Watch yourself. Yeah. Brace, check yourself. <laughs> Before you wreck yourself? Because <laughs> shotgun bullets are bad for your health. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> mm. um, so, when... She gets the control room. Palin has finished the download, mm-hmm. um, but he still doesn't see any power change. Hmm. He does remember Sam being mistaken, though. And this, this is, is where, where Sam breaks. <laughs> She's like, listen, motherfucker. Uh, and I'm not wrong. I'm Sam. And here's the thing. I see both sides of this. Obviously, I'm on Sam's side because right. she's right and Palin's wrong, but... I can also, while I don't agree with it, see Palin's side. Like, mm-hmm. he's obviously wrong, but his entire life he has accessed everything on this link. Mm-hmm. It is such a part of their daily lives. He can't even... It, it, he can't even conceive of the idea. It yeah. doesn't compute that it would be wrong. And in, in his mind, he's doing, like, the right thing by Sam. He's like, I gotta tell you that you're wrong here. And, like, which is actually a more... It shows some integrity on his part because yeah. he truly believes that. He does. Whereas if he didn't have that, he'd be like, okay, well, fuck you. Yeah. Okay, and, fine. We're dying. Whatever. And, yeah. And also, Sam's been here for less than a day. Right. You're right. the first visitors that's ever come here and you just roll up and tell me that my entire yeah. life's work is wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, where do you think you're coming from? But still, don't piss off the Sam. Also, don't piss off the Sam because she is right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, he doesn't know who Uvala is. Because he's never that been married. makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. And Daniel finds something in the library and goes running. And Sam, 
in just fairly pissed at this point. They're both very pissed at mm-hmm. each other at this yeah. point. I would say more frustrated than pissed. Sure, sure. Um, but Sam has Palin to disconnect from the link. I, I think purely because of the people that they are before. Like, they're both Jack would be in pissed yes. mode. Whereas the, the our Ravenclaws that we're working with yeah. are like, look, there's some sense behind this. I'm going to figure out whatever yeah. this is. Whereas Jack would just be straight pissed. Yeah. He'd be like, fuck off forever. Blow everything <laughs> up all the time. Below first, ask questions later. Yeah. Uh, basically, she's like, hey, Pally, you need to take the link the link off. Yeah. And he's like, no, because I've known since childhood that that would kill me. That what? Yeah. And she's like, well, Ivala removed it last night. And yeah. like Sam's pretty sure at this point the computer makes changes and then updates everyone's memory. So no one is the wiser. Mm-hmm. And Palin has to disconnect. You have to take the Cyberman implant off. And he's like, yeah. no, it's suicide. I don't want to. It's safe in here. And she's like, that's a lie that the link is telling you. Because yeah. I need you to help me reprogram. You're link. no longer a baby elephant. You are stronger than this. <laughs> so Daniel runs down just then because he has something. Thank God for lawyers. Yeah. Uh, when everyone else was, <laughs> yeah. was was linking it up, they were still using old fashioned paper. And um, when the the contract was made and everyone signed saying all of this land is communal, mm-hmm. uh, there was originally over a hundred thousand people living here. Yep. Holy crap! To think that there's about a thousand now. Yeah. Wow, was that? Um, which Palin finds impossible. The dome isn't large enough for that. At no shit. At least not anymore. Mm-hmm. And Sam has the horrible realization that the dome is compensating for the power loss by shrinking so it doesn't fail. Yeah. And that's where the melp went. It didn't move. It's just now outside the dome. And I love that. Melpy's like our little marker. He's yeah. He's like, I, look, this is where I stay for yeah. all the time forever. Uh, and Palin asks if there's that many people, if there were that many people here, where did they all go? And Sam and Daniel are just like, fuck. Yeah, they are in the, in the died place. And their horrible realization is confirmed when we see Jack and Teal walking outside the dome in the fog. And there's just a ton of bodies and corpses and skeletons. And most of them are gone since the atmosphere is eating away at the bones. Yeah. And Jack finds a link device. Hmm. Inside the dome, they're still trying to convince Palin. Um, Sam is, is like, she understands why it's so hard for Palin to believe them. But Daniel points out that he they couldn't fake these documents. Right, right. You know, they exist because the computer can't change them. And the link can make you, because you're part of the link, overlook them and not read them. There are things that can be revised. Yes. That's the name of the show. And things that cannot. Yeah. yeah. Um. And but they can't stop Daniel from seeing them, and they can't stop Daniel from bringing them so much to the prominence that you can't stop the beat. You, you can't you can't stop the signal, Mal. <laughs> <laughs> In this case, you can stop the signal. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah. And you can see Palin's brain like computer overload cannot process. <laughs> yeah. What 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 implosion happened? imminent? Yeah. <laughs> and the computer is programmed to maintain the community. And the good of a many outweigh the good of the one. Ugh. It's not evil. For it's, the greater good. It's just programmed that way. One more Harry Potter reference. I'm not. I'm not evil. I'm just drawn <laughs> that way. <laughs> so Sam reaches out and takes Palin's link. And he doesn't die. Yeah. And so now they need his help. 
I want him again. I want someone to do the Buzz Lightyear reaction <laughs> in this episode. Like, no, no, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm, I'm fine. good. I'm, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm not dead. Um, so later when two Jack- opportunities, two yeah, missed opportunities. Okay, I'm done. Jack and Teal'c are back uh, in in the dome, and they mm-hmm. radio in. Um, Palant is trying to hack the system for them. Yeah. Um, and the system updates. And there are some really bad button mashing. Uh, yeah, this is not good times. It's just button. It's just yeah. like ugly button uh, mashing. Yeah. Um, but and this update is bad. Now Kendrick and the others are going to go make Jack better <laughs> because he's sick. You are not good now. You are a bad colonel. And the town out. square is empty and very horror filmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we. Bitches exterminate. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's where we're at. Yeah, but that's the Daleks. I know it is, but okay. it still works. It's but this in this case, it's more upgrades. Fair. Yeah. Fair. So Palin is unsure of himself without the link. This is this is that thing we were talking about where, you know, the bad side of using technology for education, you he hasn't had to learn things in the mm-hmm. same way. Sam reassures him that look, you have been doing this your entire life. Yeah. You can do this. You just have to remember the old-fashioned way. Yeah. It's there. It's like riding a bike. When Jack and Till turn the corner, the whole town is just marching at them in yeah. a very, again, Doctor who yeah. way. Yeah. This is where we get very Whovian. Everywhere they turn, the Cybermen are coming for them. <laughs> uh, they get back to the corner that Ivala died in, and you can see the dome oh. has actually moved further inwards mm-hmm. when Teal hits it. Um, Jack and Teal are stand ready to defend themselves if necessary, and Kendrick offers them a link device each no, to thank make them you. feel better. Yeah, it's almost creepier that he's like, "You need help." Yeah, like, come play with us, you know, as opposed to yeah. just attack. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, it's pretty creepy. And he's like, "Now would be a good time, Sam." Yeah, and anytime now. Palin uh, just makes it into the system, and for time's sake, Sam tells him to just erase all memory of SG-1. Yeah. The town people are inching closer and closer and not good, and that's when the update starts. Yeah. And then when they come to, it's worked. They don't remember Jack at all, or why they're gathered here, and it's back to strangers for the first time in hundreds of years. Oh, so later, there's lots of reinforcements from Earth. They are gearing everyone up in hazmat suits to take them through the gate to resettle them somewhere where mm-hmm. there's a real sky and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, no one has links on. Good. And Sam tells Palin that apparently the geothermal vent started cooling 200 years ago. And the dome started shrinking after that. And yes, I did some very rough math. Mm-hmm. If they have a year like ours, 365 days, mm-hmm. if I did the math right, that's 73,000 days in 200 years. Okay. Which doesn't seem right at all, but... Uh, and if you had 100,000 people disappear, that's almost 10 people a week. Wow. Yeah. 365 times 2,000. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. 73,000. So 73,000 days in 200 years, and if you had 1,000 people disappear, ten, almost 10 people a week disappearing. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, and then are they going in batches? Especially because you're starting with 10,000, which is not that many. 
hundred thousand. Right, ten, yeah. ten, right, a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. still not that many. No, are you like just taking out whole families at a time? Because what's a hundred thousand people? Like, is that how many there are? Like Walt Disney World Resort? I don't know. That's a good question. I was gonna look up a reference. You but know I what couldn't. I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's like imagine ten people disappearing. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. So, um, and Palin still doesn't remember Ivala. Uh, I guess they, they couldn't roll back. There's no backup, yeah. I guess. Well, of course not. I mean, why would the Link need to do that? Yeah, and there's, he envies the others because everyone else has lost people, but they don't remember it. Yeah, that's quite a concept. And here, It's very eternal sunshiny. It is, but he doesn't necessarily remember it either. He was just told. Yeah, well, he knows that he doesn't yes, remember. Which he is, knows. Yeah. Um, and he, he's like, how do you mourn someone when you don't even know their face? Oh. Yeah. This part's nice, though. This little end part. And I love that he comes up with it himself. Yeah, and he's, and Sam's like, I really wish you could, I could help. And he's like, well, you can. You can tell me about her. Yeah. The, look, the Sam curse is so strong. <laughs> that Black Widow curse. That even if you're not directly in love with Sam, you get too close to Sam, something you love is going away. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, that's, that's But I do love point. to tell me about her. At the yeah. End. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful. And also, I'll be, I also want Sam to go, um, Daniel, Daniel, can you... Come, Can come. you come do this for me? Because you, I, don't, I, don't I do met her like well. once. Can you come start the support group? Yeah. <laughs> I met Ivala like once. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was like not tall, but not short. But also, it's like how, and I get, and I get, he's not expecting to have a full story, but like Sam and Daniel knew her for like less no, than a day. Yeah, but they could be like, she told us this story. She wasn't afraid yeah. to take off the link. She yeah, was yeah, yeah. Just, Whatever she did, yeah, she she was proud of your work. Yeah. Anyway. So. I like this episode. You're right. It's just a very, like, Planet of the Week style episode, but yeah. it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun, and I'll uh, tell you. Yeah. Next episode. It's called Lifeboat. Lifeboat. And oh, man. Wrong and you're boats. going to like Lifeboat. I'm going to put on my life jacket. And it's, get in the lifeboat. It's a grace episode. Let's do this. It's a grace episode. Guys, thanks so much for sticking through us. Uh, sticking through this with us. Yeah, we got all the philosophical points done at the beginning uh, yeah. of the episode instead of at the end of the episode. Uh, you know, it just kind of worked out that way. It did. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah I really like this. Really had fun with it. It's definitely on my list. Can but we, we're only like, what, episode five? We're, we're five episodes in, so yeah, it has should, to be on the we, list. Yeah, should we start making our rankings I, here? I mean, officially everything in the episode is on the ranking. Yeah, it is. So maybe next week we okay. decide what bumps out. All right, we'll do that. We'll, do, yeah. we'll start this next week. Um, but as always, until then, find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Um, you can email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. You can find us at Patreon at patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. Rate us, like us, review us on iTunes and super sorry at Apple Podcasts. Kaylee oh, yeah. asks you to as well. Don't be baby elephants. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.